Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNC Podcast. You're here with Bolo. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Bolo is a performer. And Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional professional, professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race Down Under the Finale. Season 3, the finale. So let's raise a glass and start spilling. GNC Podcast. Hey. Everyone, welcome back to the finale of Drag Race Down Under Season three. It's here. It's here. It's here. It's finally here. It's queer. It's it's here. It's queer. It's, it's just get used to it. Just what are you talking about now? It's, it's the, the beer up in here, Mama. It's the finale, <laughs> and you know what we do? We watch it live. We report live on you know on the scene, hot mics, mm. all of hot that goodness, mics. all of that goodness. Uh, we're here to give it to you straight. No cold mics here. Very metamorphosis. We're here to give it to you absolutely straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just while we're on it. Very much enjoyed the uh, very Delta episode with Thorgy. Oh, where did that come from? It's just you mentioned Maddie. Tom, that was that was the most that was the most like jagged segue no, ever. No, oh, while we're on the topic of drag race, let's talk about ants. Yeah. If you know, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. And if you share my thought processes out there, you will yeah. know that you can get quite easily from Maddie Morphosis yeah. to very Delta. I want to talk about mermaids on that topic. Terrorism. <laughs> um, you know, while we're while we're in that same era, like, girl, where did that come from? While we're talking about the perfect cut crease, <laughs> global warming. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, um, no, I just, um, I just loved their rapport. You know, I love Thorgy Thor. I, I, I will watch Thorgy do anything. I think Thorgy is amazing. I think you know who are very naturally just themselves, mm-hmm. and everyone can say everyone can attest to it. everyone will say the same thing there's two drag queens who i know will always be them have always been themselves. i know you're gonna say exactly can you yeah okay the first one is you know we're already saying her name so say Thought three two Thor. one Thought you thought the other one is Alyssa edwards oh oh tammy brown <laughs> we have extras there well, okay. there's three there's three there's three friends. um thorgy i have a firm fixed belief call it delusional that she's going to be on a versus the world season let's say canada versus the world two or uk three and she's going to win it and then she's going to be on all winners two with bob talk about a dream scenario well are you saying that only because they've missed the opportunity to have bob versus monet I actually think Bob versus Thorgy round two sounds so much more enticing. That that is much that yeah. that would be better TV. Just to compliment Delta as well, though, I could listen to her talk all day. She's one of those people who just has the gift of being able to talk about quite mundane topics in a way that grabs your interest because she's like really eloquent and smart and just entertaining. Very, mm. I, I love seeing her success with Very Delta. It feels correct. Absolutely love it. Mm. I want to dedicate this episode, Tom. Mm. To me. I want to dedicate everyone else now. Um, Radio 3.59 p.m. Let's <laughs> just going out to all the, all the lovers out there. No, let's just dedicate this fully to Drag Race Down Under. Yes. This is their, this is their moment. <laughs> this is the, the moment, moment that counts. <laughs> That's absolutely their moment. And what a cast, what a cast. Mm. And there's still a bit of lingering confusion for me with how the last episode ended. Right, right. There's been a lot of conjecture about it. We adore Hollywood star. She is a star. Um, 
felt like she killed that lip sync. Gabby emerged victorious. I, my preference would have been a double Shantae. Felt like it was okay to have a top four, to be honest. And they could have had a lip sync smackdown. Mm-hmm. Many people have pointed mm-hmm. out that... Now, I did not notice this at the time because I was so dazzled by her performance. And I've not rewatched really it. But many people said that Hollywood did not have the firmest grasp of the words. What do you think about that? It wasn't something that really crossed my mind. I was just loving what she was doing. The thing about the thing about this podcast is that we want to watch things once, and sometimes mm. we watch it twice when it's a challenge, and yeah, we want to yeah, yeah. make sure that we're giving honest critiques. But when it comes to lip syncs, we just watch it for that moment, mm-hmm. and then we report how we feel on how that lip sync went. But when when watching that lip sync, the only thing that I could think of was they're doing great. Hollywood's killing it. Mm. And I remember thinking Labucci was holding her own. Yeah, and doing but a fantastic at no job point well. did I think that Labucci was w- winning. Yeah. And so we were very, um, <laughs> as Mariah Paris Balenciaga I might say, I was very entertained by the outcome. <laughs> and we may have heard on a grapevine somewhere yeah that yeah. one of the judges actually disagreed with the outcome but we can't but, but we can't reveal our sources or be any more specific or vague than that yes yeah. um, no too vague miss <laughs> cracker having said that we've got the top three that we've got we miss holly very much however we've got three really fab queens in the top three um can you travel back that was a time machine um to your first impressions of these three top three queens i remember being in love with the floor quite immediately and i remember her walking in and just there's just something about her that just she just gives off a a sense of just wonder some queens have it yeah. She's got it. She's got it. Yeah. And I'll tell you why, what what kind of grabbed my attention with Floor quite immediately is, do you remember that moment she walked in and there was mm-hmm. that fly? Yes, yes, and then yes. as soon as she got rid of the fly, she went, <laughs> she was like three, two, one action, bam. And she went back to serving face like nothing had happened. She was like, reset the cameras. Yeah. And, and five, six, seven, eight, and, and bam. And fake. <laughs> That's what it was. I remember, I, I remember her, um, there was that moment when um, Labucci came in and gave them all friendship bracelets, and then she did that confessional. Remember, yeah. she did the whole fake, oh, thank you. And then yeah, she put yeah, that yeah. She put it to the side. And I also remember her when Read a Menu came in. She's like, I'm looking at the menu, but I don't know what you're serving. <laughs> I just remember that Floor just had she was just She was just that drag queen that was really witty, that was really funny. Mrs. And it was Sassy just Pants. Great. Yeah. From the very beginning. It was just, it was a drag queen just being a drag queen. And mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean. It yeah. was someone who was just taking the person, just someone that, yeah. I just, it was quite infectious, and just it was such a delight. What did you think about Floor? But I don't have anything to add to that, to be honest. It's just yeah. very much like I'm quite thorough, Tom. You're quite very thorough. thorough. I do yeah. give you credit. Thank for you. That. Yeah, you know, you know. What were your thoughts about Labucci? Besides, you thought she was serving fashion. She was serving fashion, Tom. In that l- lovely. You mean fashion? <laughs> Fash. Fash. No, she she told us, didn't she, that she deliberately told her friend and colleague make something ugly. But it's one of those things that, like, actually, that could be on a Moschino runway. 
you know. Girl, Moschino is listening serving. right now. Moschino is listening right now and saying, excuse your mouth. Jeremy Scott is canceling his subscription right now. <laughs> no. Um, I think you were at the end of your talk. I remember Gabby was one of the most distinctive personalities and looks and just like, um, yeah, just one of the most unique characters to enter the room. And while I do remember, and I will say now, we named our top three in the first episode as Hollywood, Isis Avis Loren. And Floor. And Floor. Yeah. I, I remember that Gabby came into her own quite quickly and, you know, stood herself, st- stood out st- stood out in the crowd, stood apart from the pack um, and had like more of this um, comedic, unique sensibility than some of the others, but still served looks and it's just, she's had a great season overall. Absolutely. Mm. I agree. I didn't see her being in the top three. But I think week by week, she really showed that she was a damn, she was a bloody fighter. She was an absolute fighter and you got to love her. And um, I remember when she walked in and I saw, you know, vomit, <laughs> you know, vomit. Beautiful crochet um, creation. That creation. And I just remember thinking, oh my, oh my gosh. Like, I'm not saying that she's not beautiful, but she wasn't looking beautiful tonight. I'll tell you what, though. <laughs> she showed versatility within that first episode because her runway look was pure, like, pageantry Barbie um, excellence. Okay. You know? Right. She really, like, ran the whole gamut within that first episode. I mean, it was episode. nice. It was different. It was unusual, <laughs> wasn't it? It was nice. It was different. It was unusual. Yeah. Um, and then we've got Isis Avis Loran. I remember essentially being told watch out for isis avis loran oh by who just uh, all the girls when she came in okay and okay. i remember her holding herself i love it i love it i remember being told that she was amazing who told you isis avis loran <laughs> <laughs> she told me that ISIS, she was amazing um, and i believed her sent me a message actually no um and um then i was like okay and then in the first episode she was slightly overshadowed by the others but then very quickly we cottoned on like oh this is a queen who's a polished package and she can do everything. She really, really can. Yeah. She's she's the front runner going into this finale with three wins. Oh, absolutely. Um, but just, you know, real full package queen. I remember her giving us actually, you know, f- 40 inches. Oh, literally. Yeah. yeah What's yeah. that face that your cat princess is pulling there? What is that face? I don't even know what she's looking at. <laughs> she's giving you like a meme. Sorry, we've got a little princess here, Lily Andrea, oh. Paolo's daughter. She's going to pursue whatever now it is. No, she has. Just... She's heard her brother over there, I think. Oh, gosh. All right. Yeah, you, you do you, girl. You do you. <laughs> no, I just, I remember thinking that, okay, cool. She looks snatch. I remember her serving actually, you know, 40 inches. Pop. Polished um, perfection when she walked into the room. Definitely, I and saw I remember, that. I remember all the all the girls going, mm. "Oh shit!" Especially Ashley Madison. Ashley Madison was the queen who knew the, all the queens, mm. and she said that she was someone to look out for. So I remember thinking, "Okay, cool. Keep my eye on Isis Avis Loren." I remember rating Ashley quite early on as well, and feeling that she went too soon. Um, but yeah. I think um, we've got a fab top three. One thing I will say about this top three, we've got like a lot of um, like heart and sensitivity in this top three, I think. Particularly Isis Avis Loren and um, Gabriella. They're very sweet, sensitive, like supportive queens. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of love this season. Yeah, a lot you of know? love, not enough drama. There's been some drama. There's been a little bit. Um, Dra- show me the drama. When was when, the drama? I, 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 
tried to create some drama with Ashley. And Ashley was just like, I, I really don't know what's going on here. I'm sorry. Like, what's what's the intent? What's the effect? Who are you? Um, when did you arrive? Oh, you're, you're still talking. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm saying a garment. I'm not sure you've noticed. Yeah, but kind of busy. Yeah. Um, Bless her. I, can, I, wanna, I, I want to engage, but I, I like to RSVP as pending in this conversation. Thank you very much. God bless. You do you, girl, whatever you need to do. Thank you for your sincere interest. Yeah. Um, I'm loving this personality i'm loving it stop it stop it yeah stop oh yeah but some lovely queens this season there's um, hardly any drama it's not been a very dramatic season but that's no. okay we don't need every every season to be full of drama well 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 <laughs> you know you sound like crystal method when you say that well, well. You know. <laughs> anyway oh um no that's fine. We're focusing on down. I was going to say something else. We're focus something around me or something, but we're focusing on the down under queens, and we've got our finale now. Um, would you like to before we go into the episode? Would you care to place any bets on the winner? Oh, I mean, it is now that Hollywood's gone. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. is no one else that can win but Isis Avasorian. It feels and yeah, yeah. I said the full name because it deserves that respect. She always deserves that respect. Thank you. Home. I would say that the money is on Isis Savers Run. She is the front runner with the best track record. Um, although Gabby does have all the mini challenge wins. Yeah. Um, let's not, but, well, let's not other, forget that. The other thing I'd say is like a conventional finale is about a remix and a, a top two or three lip sync. I think Isis Savers Loren has that. While we're here, while we're here, Tom, Mm. when has, can you give me um, times when there has been an upset in the crowning? Several times. Okay. okay, I'll go, I'll go first. Yeah, go on. Because right now I think it would be an upset if Isis didn't win because she's got three wins, never been in the bottom. So I just want to start off there. So an upset for me. Yeah. Not really an upset, I mean, but for the fandom, it was an upset when Tyra won and Ravens. Oh. I think that's an upset, but I think it's an upset based on favoritism and not really based on the um, fact that Tyra really killed the competition. Know, call it for what it is, and it's also rooted in racism as well. Yeah. That, I mean... That too. Any, nobody when, nobody can watch season two and not say that Tyra killed it. Yeah, yeah. But when has the genuinely been an upset when the winner didn't actually the win cl- the classic is season nine i mean you know ah the the twist in the format meant that yes sasha velour legitimately won because of the twist in the format and she she won those lip syncs nobody can deny but and had she done had it been the same format as the season before Shay would have won absolutely um Maybe a little bit season seven. I feel like everybody expected Ginger to win. Yeah, I remember I remember season seven kind of being the first time a in my opinion, a villain won. <laughs> I just thinking villain. Oh yes, Viola Chachki. She was a villain. I remember kind thinking, of everyone's a villain on season seven though. But like Who was she, the hero? Who was the hero of season seven? Please tell me. Katya. She was, you're entirely correct, actually. Um, it could have been Trixie if she knew how to lip sync, girl. <laughs> Trixie, yeah. No, I mean, you're right. You're, but it was such. 
I stand by season seven being one of my favourites. Stand by your name. <laughs> um, season 11, was Evie winning a slight upset again? She killed the finale, nobody can deny, but she won with one win. Uh, probably for the first time that a queen with one win won, right? Yeah, and Brooklyn had how many? Two? Three. Three. I think three. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Um, where else? Not 12. Um, well, you know, I think Sherry Pye should have won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, she's, she's serving controversy tonight. You're just being deliberately, <laughs> deliberately. Um, um, I mean, Simone had the most wins in season 13. Four, I mean, 14, Willow echoed Evie, but it still felt like Willow dominated the season in a way. She was such a... Big can I say? Can I say an All Stars one? Oh yeah, there are several. Yeah, yeah I think All Stars has more opportunities. Yeah, I mean, people would people would most people might say for um, season. Okay, I, I would say it. Miss Cracker should have won, and not Shea Kool Aid in All Stars. Crack- oh, yep, I said it. I'm sorry. I'm I'm that person. Cracker technically had the best track record. Um, I'm so intrigued by this widely circulated rumour that Cracker's villainous side was edited down on um, All Stars 5. Yeah, yeah. Shay still felt like a central character with a good track record. And it was very Alaska-esque in that it felt like her season from the beginning. I think you're absolutely right. I think Mm. that season was guaranteed to Shay. You know, related to what we said a minute ago about season nine. I mean, you know, one of the obvious ones is season three with Trixie winning. Oh, bloody hell. But in a way, you know, she wasn't responsible for the jury vote. And Kennedy had a worse track record than Trixie. She really did. Hmm. She'd been in the bottom a lot. Much as I adore Kennedy. She was in the bottom a lot in season, in All Stars 3. Well, you have a right to show your colour time. <laughs> You have a right to show your Trixie colour. Trixie gave a chilling portrayal. Stop it. A, a, connecting to the emotional oh, undercurrent God. of Wrecking Ball. In no world does Kennedy lose lip syncs. And I'm just going to say that right I, now. I mean, I, you got to say she won that lip sync. Kennedy Tom danced beautifully. I'm saying Kennedy won that lip sync. Okay. Stop coming for me. We need to move on. We need to move on. One let's more. go back. There might be slightly oh, contro- controversial. Oh, here we are. You know, Kylie won All Star 6 with one win. Mm hmm. Um, Who should have won All Star 6? Probably Raj O'Hara. Okay. I but, wouldn't but have then, been But then she went on to win versus the world, versus the, the world. world. And Kylie, still, again, sometimes people can win with the worst track record and still feel like they've been a central character in the season and it doesn't feel like a misplaced win. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yep. I hear you. Look, let's mm. have a watch of the episode and uh, we're getting closer and closer to crowning Dananda's new queen, Tom. Yeah. Top three, Floor, Isis, Avis, Loren, Gabriella, Labucci. Here they are. Here they are, walking into the I room. The superstars. The conversation centralizes in, you know, in, in the first part about the lip sync. And, I mean, we, we've already discussed that, but they're saying, well, Labucci's saying she doesn't know how she stood toe-to-toe with Hollywood. I, I would say that that speaks of Gabby. She's, she's such a, like... She's a very modest queen, I think, because she really did do a great job in that lip sync. But it's very like, 
cool of her to acknowledge, like, I don't know how I went toe-to-toe with Hollywood. Yeah. I think that's really cool of her. I agree, Tom. Yeah. And um, now this is where I'm a bit confused because... Mm, there's an interesting thing here, What I love there? is it because Floor's like... I love it. Floor's like, all I saw was Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I didn't notice you're on stage, actually, Labucci. We do know that Floor and Hollywood are besties. And then, I, and then Isis says that she didn't know the lyrics and she wasn't serving face. And? And, and I'm thinking, well, she wasn't performing to you, Miss Thing. It was, it's interesting <laughs> because, because I genuinely had the question in my mind, like, my darling Isis Avis Loren, she was facing the judges. Um, but, but, you know, sometimes you can see people from the back and... You can see through it's, the back it's of like the head. It's in, like in, in Friends when Joey says you can tell if somebody's smiling from behind. Right? Do you remember that episode? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and she's, she's, oh, she doesn't know the words. She I, did, I, I don't remember seeing words. it, but I, I do remember seeing a lot of star, star power and a lot of energy and a lot of, mm. you know, like, ugh, mm. like presence coming from Hollywood. That mm. I'm, I don't, I don't know how the judge. My only justification is that they wanted three down on the queens going to I, the finale. I do wonder, and I do also, and that's think, not to take away from from Gabriella Labucci. No, it, it's not. It's not at all. I do also think sometimes I'm thinking of like Holland season two. Sometimes they see some queens and they think you'll be great on a, on a. Um, this is the world. You'll be great on an all-stars. And I think Hollywood's one of those queens. Mm. Uh, because she does already have that international aspect to her as well as being very talented. But, you know, if if you're in a select club that involves, you know, that includes Mariah Paris Balenciaga, if you don't know those words, girl, just give it the elephant juice and the shalabalaba tuna. <laughs> then that's a great club to be in. However, however... I was so dazzled by her moves, I didn't really notice anything to do with the lip sync. However, judges made their decision. Here we are, fabulous top three. Let's not forget what really matters. What really matters. What? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Full disclosure. I've had a few espresso martinis. He's okay. He's um. <laughs> he's pissed, guys. No, I'm not. I'm not actually. It was just um. I bit my tongue. Okay. But um. As I was saying, let's not forget what really matters. Yeah. Is that. Silky was ready to lip sync for her motherfucking life. <laughs> she was motherfucking ready. She was motherfucking ready. Okay. For some reason, it's just a very like Power Rangers thing to say. <laughs> yeah. I was motherfucking ready. I was motherfucking ready. Um, now, in walks RuPaul. I've noticed RuPaul's style towards the end of the season. I'm going to say it veering towards the Uncle Fester. There's something of the big boxy jacket going on. Um, is it fashion? Maybe. Mate, what, what do you think? I declare her one of the ugliest people of the world. Paul <laughs> could never. She's so beautiful. But this jacket, on the other hand, and so something. Last week, wasn't she wearing this giant boxy thing? Boxy mandrews. <laughs> boxy She was wearing this really boxy mandrews. She was wearing boxy mandrews. Uncle Fist, her. Uh-huh. Oh, is that a dragon? That was rude. Uncle Fist. Fist her? No, uh, Uncle Fist her. Tom. (laughs) Tom, this is not that kind of podcast. That should be a drag king name. (laughs) Uh, Ugh. Uh, Ooh, Jesus. 
gross. I'm going to become a drag king oh, and God. call him Tom, you're laughing really hard at your own jokes, and it's, it's quite embarrassing. You need to stop. The girls are here. They Just they start really talking clever. about. They start talking about their. Tom, you're so drunk. No, no. There is something that's come over you. You need a. You need a real. You need to wind your neck and. Sometimes I amuse myself. Okay, it's a really good skill to have. They talk about the top moments um, of the season, and what were your? What were some of your favorite moments from the season? For me. I have I've only I don't even remember I have not seen the episode since but I remember Hollywood's this is a Hollywood Stan account <laughs> but I remember this is her the last first, time we're mentioning Hollywood all welcome to the drag okay. race under welcome to the land down under Hollywood Hollywood coming in like thunder. thunder if you want to see a star then stop what you are because you're gonna see the nut wonder thunder. I remember that being just like holy shit she not playing around absolutely, absolutely. I remember. Of course, Ivory and um, the... I just remember Ivory being like a really memorable character all around. Like, she was... with Well, three episodes. She was a main character quite quickly. She was a main character for three episodes. And like, the girl turned it. She got her camera time. And I really respect her for that. Can I tell you a moment that I just... I think of quite often. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I remember um, the moment that you... <laughs> The moment that Rita me yeah. came for Ashley Madison's fashion, and I, I just when she was wearing, what she was wearing <laughs> the um the gay flag inspired outfit, and I remember thinking, you know, like Rita, you have every authority, Mama, to 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 read any of these girls on their performance. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. You turn the party when you're yeah, performing. Exactly. Exactly. I remember being like really enamored by her performance. She's a real natural first, on stage. She, she's she really absolutely. Is. I think if there's a lip sync assassin of the season, she's up there for the prize. Was, and also, I'd like to say her fashion got better as the season went on. But I remember when she came for Ashley's medicine, quite Ashley's quite like fashion forward yeah. outfit. Actually, one Vivian of the best. West, she had one a, of the best runway packages. Actually, I remember her coming for her fashion and saying that yeah, she didn't really get it. And I, I remember <laughs> in my mind going, "Girl." <laughs> <laughs> you get a few compliments about your performance and now you started critiquing fashion. Like, darling, choose your like, moments. Yeah, just like, yeah, you read her performance, but not her fashion. I remember I remember that moment standing out for me. Um, I've got a couple of others just occurred to me that aren't even like in challenges. Well, they kind of are. One, RuPaul saying to, to poor Bumper Love on stage, piss. <laughs> Like what happened God. there? Like the wasn't whole that, the whole doggy pee pee thing. Wasn't that the most awkward kind of back and forth when she was telling you during her comedy set? What dog would you be? You now might, piss piss is that dog? And the, the confusion. You might you might get this, but I did think afterwards. Pee means something different in New Zealand, doesn't it? Pee's a drug. Yes. So was do you think Bumper was really confused when RuPaul was going pee pee, and she was like, huh huh? Is pee another drug here? No no no. We call it like speed amphetamine. Oh. Mm. Mm. Oh my god! Imagine if she answered it incorrectly. Pee yeah yeah. Do like, you want some? Huh, 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 yeah. That's why I'm a girl. Huh, yeah. huh. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, of course, um, <laughs> um, uh, the the whole meow thing. Meow. Meow. That was awkward. Like, Rue had her her coffee 
this season. Rue had her coffee. Those are stand-up moments for me. And also, like, just Ashley's general unbothered air. Big fan of it. Do you know what I love? Just, Flo- like, just not bothered. Floor did something this episode that Tom hates when I do. So, Floor Flo did that. They're saying... What, what are they saying to Floor? I don't know. Um, I don't hate anything something, you do. Something that they said that... You've never annoyed me. When they all said Floor's name for who should go home. And mm. then um, Ivers, um, a- Isis Avers Loren said, we know, but you improved this. And then, and then she she mimicked something along the lines uh. of... Oh, you have... Yes. Sometimes uh, yeah. you do annoy me. Whenever I do... I, I want everyone to know this. Whenever I do that to Tom, like Tom would say something. For example, he'd be like... Um, Oh, do you want to, like, oh, can you fold up those sheets or something? And then when I get, and can you fold up those sheets? <laughs> I tell you right now, Tom just gets so mad. <laughs> I don't know why you get so mean, mad. I'm very, very even-tempered you just, person. You just be like, oh my God, you be, no, you just change. The, the, the visceral reaction within me is so instantaneous. <laughs> I just can't cope with it. <laughs> and I just, I just, it? oh my God. <laughs> I just have to look to the heavens and say, oh, my God. And I, I, I'm not even, like, blaspheming. I'm requesting support from a higher power yeah. at that moment. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um. So, RuPaul walks through the room. Full stop. Because that's where we push the pause. And um, stay tuned. <laughs> so, as we were saying, RuPaul has walked in the room. Yes. And she has declared... <gasps> The finale challenge. She has to come. Um, before we commence, Tom, would you like to take a sip? Because you absolutely need to shut up. <laughs> Tom's I, just poured, um, <laughs> ladies, pour a glass, feast your eyes on a bonnet lass. Tom just poured She's us. She's a fashion clown. I'm pretty, I'm witty, my vocals down. down. Tom, oh, focus. This is there. down on the season three. Okay. Have a sip. Um, we have just what is this? Um, orange wine? What is it? Delicious and um, lightly fizzy orange wine. If you're um, in Liverpool, you need to go to Laura's. From Laura's. Yeah, you need to go to Laura's in mm. Liverpool. Um, lovely, there, enough said. Lovely um, independent shop and delicatessen. It is on uh, Dovedale. No, Walton Road. A road. Dovedale. Dovedale. In Ellison. Yeah. If you. Never heard of Laura's. You're already getting half the um, Food carbs. And drink. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, so here we go. Um, the finale is they're going to be collabing with Rue on the song Crying on the Dance Floor, the Deep Down on the Mix. They mm-hmm. have to write and record their own solo verse, and they're going to get help with the choreography with none other than the Queen Kong. Our friend. Every, friend of the pod, everyone. If, pod, you, if, if you've just joined us because done the season three, please go check. Before I think the first episode, we did a full interview with Queen Kong. Only a few months ago, she was yep. so gracious, so kind to spend time with us, so thoughtful, just... uh, wonderful Queen. And if you haven't heard even further back, remember we did an interview with Minnie Cooper as well. Yeah. Fantastic, fabulous, effervescent character. So go listen to their podcast that we did with Queen Kong amazing queen cerebral intelligent smart so talented thoughtful. and and you know what humble absolutely and she had absolutely humble got on, a, got on a jet to la two hours after speaking to right fit us into her schedule why not booked and blessed booked and blessed she is wonderful, she says it all the time she didn't win the crown but she won the bookings <laughs> absolutely <laughs> wonderful queen wonderful queen one of my favorite queens please go listen to that interview queen kong is the one she's the one and let's just go straight to um her presence 
Damn, she's got prisons. She's just a star, just top to bottom. Damn, Queen Kong has prisons. She just really is. We adore her. I just... Yeah. I just, I just love Queen Kong. She was helping the girls with the choreo. What, what did you elicit from the choreo session? Well, what I got was that um, Queen Kong was looking amazing. <laughs> she did look amazing. Love this like denim hands oh, motif girl. thing she had going on. The braids. The beat. The mug is right. Every she time is as well. correct. The hair was gorgeous. Now let's just get over that because it's not about Queen Kong apparently. No, she's it's about our top three. Yes, season finale. Lovely, gorgeous, beautiful top three. Um, she taught them the choreography. What I got from their choreography rehearsal was that Isis picks up choreography quite well, mm-hmm, and not mm-hmm. only picking it up, she execu- she executed it quite good as well. Yeah, and I think that was quite noticeable with Queen Kong. I did mm-hmm. see a teeny bit of a struggle with Floor, and I did love it when Floor was like, she was going on the boom, but I was still on the ka. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's, that's, so, that's so cute. That's hilarious. Such a Floor thing to say. Yep. And then um, then we have Labucci, who didn't look as though she was struggling that much, but I think she's leaning more into the fact that she, you know what, that's not her thing. But if she plays into it, like the way that she did when she had that bad, when she lost her voice, she played into it. If she can just play into this character a bit, I think she can get away with it more. I would think she would want to be herself in this and not to be a character. Wow. Yeah, because the words of the words of Queen Kong, she needs to just let go and let Gab. (laughs) Girl. I I think Gabby is one of those queens because, you know, she 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 does have this camp comedic vibe. I remember in BMX Bitches, she was slick on the choreo. Who? Gabby. Yeah. Yeah. I think Gabby's Gabby's good. Yeah. Um, Can. um, But yeah, it was really quick rehearsal. Really nice to see. I love it when we see alumni come back um, and, yeah, and give absolutely. them a go. Yeah, especially somebody like Queen. Yeah, and um, but there was something that I thought that you could probably talk about, which was Me? when they were talking about you know creating their own verses. We did hear Labucci say she wants to um, talk about something quite deep with her, and she was she mentioned something in the, along the lines of. She had unmedicated ADHD and was dabbing into recreational drugs. And I thought that that's something maybe that you could probably um, share some thoughts on. I I think this was glossed over all too quickly because I think Gabby made a really brave revelation here. Um, So she, all we know is that she lived for many years, well, throughout her life until relatively recently, it seems, with ADHD, Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, which wasn't properly diagnosed, so wasn't properly treated. And we know that there are various ways of helping people with ADHD. Um, Medication is often a helpful means for people who are properly diagnosed with ADHD. Um, When people live with the symptoms without the right help, um, they struggle with, obviously, attentiveness, um, impulsiveness, um, overactivity, um, among various other symptoms. And um, sometimes they self-medicate um, in order to try and treat those symptoms because they may find that recreational drugs, for example, stimulants, actually help with their symptoms, whereas other people might use them for recreational means, things like um, speed, cocaine, stimulants like that. 
they give other people this buzz, this euphoria. For people with ADHD, they find, oh, I can focus for the first time in a very long time. <clears throat> so it can enter this cycle of, of use of recreational drugs. Oh. Yeah. And so um, I'm not saying that that was the case with Gabby because we don't hear a lot of detail about it, but it may have been the case. Regardless, growing up with ADHD undiagnosed can be a trauma in and of itself because people are often labeled as naughty in inverted commas disobedient in inverted commas um, when they actually have a condition that's gone untreated and unrecognized so they live with a stigma and this label and that's a trauma um, so possibly Gabby endured that I can only speculate because I'm, I'm a bit sad that the show glossed over this I think I, Gabby could have shared some really really wonderful let me quickly interject here. let me quickly interject mm. as someone who works in mental health are mm. you quite disappointed that there wasn't a little bit more focus on something that's actually yeah quite important and could actually be a meaningful message to many people yeah. who are who are undiagnosed yeah who could have actually used something like this to help them seek the help that they need to be 100 percent clear the onus here isn't on gabby she was very brave to talk about this i think the show should have spent a bit more time um with her reflecting on her experiences because i think it's so so valuable Thank you. Um, ha having said that, I'm so happy that she shared that. And I, I hope that other people can connect with her story. Um, Gabby, if you're listening, I think if you would like to talk about, about it more on your Instagram or on your social media so that people can hear a bit more about could, it because the show yeah. didn't really delve into it. The, yeah. I would like to hear a bit more. I would as well. I, if she wishes to. If, if she was, if, if clearly, clearly she's shown a desire here that she wants to share sh some aspects of her story. Um, but yeah, if she wishes to, um, th there are so many people who could connect with her. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Now, the Tic Tac Lunch, Tom, I want us to go through quickly the three... Uh, for all of the queens, I want you to pinpoint to me the main takeaway Can from I'm each of the queens. But the first thing I want to mention is that, in my opinion, that Jaffa bowl was fake. <laughs> what was fake about it? It was five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> and, and fake. fake. And, and fake. fake. <laughs> it was absolutely fake. I felt like they just got a picture of Jaffa's and plastered on the inside of the bowl and then put some on the top. They're just me. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm that girl. Oh, my God. This wine's delicious, by the way. Um, it really is. Um, but I want you to go for each of the queens and tell me what your main takeaway was from or what you thought that the show wanted to dissect from that conversation and make the highlight. My main observation going into it is that two conversations were far more superficial and one was deeper. And I wonder what that tells us about how the rest of the episode is going to go. I think the 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 loveliest and most meaningful conversation was with um, Isis Avis Loran. And I feel like with Gabby and Floor, um, some really important stories were glossed over. So maybe if we start with Isis Avis Loran, because I, I think Isis Avis Loran is such a, a lovely queen. She's got like this real sense of earnestness about her in the sense that she really wants to kind of spread love and help people. And I really feel like that's been her, her story all along. And it's wonderful to hear about how that's how she wants to use her platform. Um, they, I think of all the three queens, they delved the most into her backstory. 
um, and spoke about her difficulties with coming out, but then how really when she did, well, as a queen at least, when when she did come out, it was it was quite a, a relieving experience, mm. and I think a lot of people can probably connect. Well, a lot of people can't connect with that, unfortunately, because they they're often disappointed with their experiences when they come out in terms of the reaction from loved ones, but. Some people, I think, can connect with the sense like, oh, my gosh, what was I worried about? You know, my loved ones just want to love me for me. And um, I mean, that we all wish that that was our thoughts when we wanted to share something very personal. Yeah. With the ones that we hold so close to our hearts. I, I Indeed. But what it tells me, I think, about um, Isis Avis Loren is that I wonder if she's a bit of an overthinker. Um, I'm not saying that just based on this, but... I think she is somebody who thinks about every potential eventuality, worries maybe a bit about the worst case scenario. But I think that's a bit of a double-edged sword because I think it leads to some quite perfectionistic traits that have been her strength throughout this competition, but also maybe cause her a lot of worry and anxiety. Me and you look at things quite, you know, very, very the same, Mm. but also quite differently. I feel like Isis hasn't, this is just me, mm. I don't think she's let her guard down 100%. Mm. I feel like even in her vulnerable state, I haven't seen that very vulnerable part. I think that would but link in with something we just observed about her in the sense that she is very perfectionistic. She worries perhaps a bit about fully letting people in because she worries about what could happen. She perhaps goes to that worst case scenario and hope I hope that going through life, she'll be pleasantly surprised by people's reactions because I, I can see from the, the fan base that people love her. She's just adorable. She's just a really I mean, wonderful I person. love her. I'm, that's mm. just my... And my feelings, you know, they're not fact. They're just what I feel. I, I said I felt. Okay, O'Hara. I think both things are true. I think, I think people can't... You can have a sense of having their guard up and you still kind of see them and think, you're actually really lovable. I'd love to know more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like I want mm. I want to have a drink with her. I want her to yeah, just I want to have a drink with her. I want her to have a few more drinks and then I want to see what she's really <laughs> She's a striver. She's a perfectionist and she's a striver. She works really, really hard to be the best mm. version of herself that she can be. It's funny that you said that only one of them had a meaningful conversation because I felt like Gabriella Labucci kind of took it there with the whole fear of coming up because of her grandfather but then going through the father you know the photos after the grandpa died um she saw us a, a photo of the sermon he had mm-hmm. just done and drag now you know call me skeptical i'm not saying that i feel like this is a roxy andrews bus stop moment I'm not saying that she's calculated, and um, you're not saying it's a gingerman. I'm not saying uh, the gingerman red shoes moment, no, but I'm like, uh, okay, it I, sounds a bit okay. I don't know. Right. I don't it know. Sounds... It made. I, I thought two things about this chat with with Gabby. I thought there's a real missed opportunity to really pick up on her experiences of undiagnosed ADHD and what she'd been through there and how it had informed her drag and her as a person and that whole journey. I thought that was a really interesting, poignant story that wasn't explored. Um, the main thing I thought with the story with her um, her grandfather made me thought think really about the stigma that's attached to people of religious faith 
um, in that we sometimes we as 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 queer people can perceive that people of faith are going to judge us harshly um based, absolutely based on kind of what religious dogma can teach at times but actually sometimes you can be really pleasantly surprised that what you're, you're finding is somebody who has religious faith but they just want to love everybody and they're lacking like judgment. your neighbor ping oh 100 yeah <laughs> We have a lovely, very religious neighbor called Ping, who yeah. is amazing. And um, I think she's just full of love. She really, really is. She and is, I, I think. Do you think, do you think she thinks that we're gay? Or we're roommates. I think she thinks that we're roommates. We're roommates who have cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tom, I'm not even mm-hmm. lying. I think that she thinks that we're just two best friends. And I, yeah. I think one day she's going to come over and introduce us to one of her girlfriends, <laughs> her girls from church. I'm not even lying. She's going to do that. And you know she's what? She's going to be like, oh my gosh, I found I, the I'm, perfect girl for you, the perfect Christian girl for you. I'm going to embrace and the opportunity. I, and we're open. We're open yeah. to what, Mama? 100%. Yeah. We're going to go on double dates. Um, so We'll have I, a lot in common. I, I think <laughs> Too that, much in common, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll be fans of Drag Race as well. Um, so missed opportunities with Gabby there, I think. And similarly with Floor, because we already know with Floor from the last episode that there's this amazing life story, this tragic beginning to her life. Um, and Floor has honoured her mother through her drag. Um and they really glossed over kind of it. They were like, oh, so you come from Guatemala. Oh, you speak of violence there. Okay, you like it here. Fantastic. Like, what was that journey like? You have well, a nice spirit. You're a good person. It was very it was that, very superficial. It? Yeah. Very avoiding getting... Uh, well, maybe they did get into it, but we didn't see it. But um, what I... My takeaway with the discussion with the floor was just keep being yourself, keep being that sunshine to not only everyone in this work room, not everyone that you meet in your life, but everyone that you work with who has dementia. And it was a reassurance that she is. I mean, and we all know this. She's absolutely charismatic. She just has this lovely force of love and light and humor and everything. Like she's someone that you want to be around. She makes you comfortable. Yeah. There's something about yeah. So yeah. So that's what I got from Floor. Yeah, a re- and, just a reinforcement of everything that we already know, and that's lovely. But it's kind of like, okay, so your your home country's really violent, yeah. and um, your mum died when you were born, and you're a nurse, and like, so all these like such interesting themes with floor, and they were like, you're a ray of sunshine, we love you, see you later, bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. um, classic TikTok lunches. Anyway, but I did feel like I got a message of who might be a front runner. Well, I don't know. Is there a slight push with Labucci? No, I actually felt more with Isis over the run. I felt that they spent more time and thought with Isis over the run. Mm. Well, let's go to the performances, Tom. The performances, because that's the moment that counts. That counts. <laughs> she will always remain in our vernacular. <laughs> that beautiful, <laughs> I am the boom boom gun. <laughs> G-gun. You don't have the vernacular that you think you have. <laughs> um, if that's the case, she should have put it back in the rack because she was <laughs> unqualified to own those shoes. They were old maiden type shoes. Gosh. Somebody lied to her several, several times, times and told her that she was hot, fly, and sexy when she's nothing of the sort. She's she n- is nothing of the sort. 
<laughs> this is Proverbs, um, <laughs> Proverbs slash New York um, versus, you know, it's verse one slash one. She is the one and only the one. Think you, Mama. Book of the Bible called New York. <laughs> We've just seen the final Mexi stage performance of all three queens. Let's conversate. Conversate. Just say talk. Just say talk. Let's talk. Now so we're going to order performance. Let's start off with Floor. Yes. She opened up with the first verse. And I want to say that on on her own, Floor was lovely, great. Mm-hmm. She owned her verse. She was confident in her verse. And she performed it well. I enjoyed it. However, in the ensemble, I did see Floor kind of struggle with the choreography. Mm-hmm. Specifically and particularly, she was sometimes very early and a lot of the times when someone is early in choreography mm-hmm. it's um it's nerves yeah it's nerves yeah. It's, and of course they should be nervous but they're they're, o- they're over anticipating it they're over anticipating the movements and the choreography that they that they kind of rush it mm. um but at the same time uh as well as being early sometimes she would miss um, certain parts of the movement. For example, I I noticed that there was um, certain hand movements that she would neglect to perform when, mm. like, her body was doing everything but one part, which was the arms. Yep. So, and it's she, particularly noticeable because Isis, Evans, Lauren, and Gabby were quite tight. I thought, yeah, they yeah. they were more in sync. So, mm. I think in the ensemble. Um, it was very noticeable that Floor was struggling with the choreography, which is really sad. But I do want to say that in her own verse, she owned it and she was great. What did you think about Floor? Um, I, I, I don't have anything to add in terms of performance. I think you've summed it up like great and charismatic as a solo performer. But in the wide shots, you could just see that she was a bit off, unfortunately. Yeah. Super pretty, though. I love this corset that she was wearing because I liked it um, in terms of like the, the combination of the hard and soft elements. There were like spikes and tall, tall. <laughs> and um, she looked super duper pretty. Um, so gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. But yeah agree with your assessment of the overall performance next up we have isis avis loren who took the second verse and i do want to say that um do you know why i know she's going to do well why it's because they gave her extra auditude (laughs) (laughs) it was literally on the same level as raja in all stars raja (laughs) gemini do you remember her when um when she got she'd like extra absolutely Extra. On legendary, yeah, on yeah, legendary, yeah. she had Let so much auditory. Like I was, I couldn't, even, I couldn't even hear. I couldn't even hear um, Isis <laughs> Avis Lorraine anymore. It was just so beautifully auditory. Like Cher has entered the building. Yeah, I was like, a girl, <laughs> come on through. No, but not to take away from um, her star power, mm. which is she is a a great performer. I think out of all of the queens. She nailed the choreography the best. And I do want to say that um, I bet you Queen Kong, when she had them three, Mm -hmm. I think Queen Kong was very grateful for Isis Avis Loren because Mm -hmm. she would have been able to be the anchor in the choreography. Like, okay, you know what? You You can have as many people as you want be you know, struggling. But sometimes when you have someone in the front who knows mm-hmm. what they're doing, people pick up better. Yeah. So I think I th- absolutely know for a fact Queen Kong was happy that Isis was there because she was like, okay, cool, you got it. Yeah, Everyone yeah, else yeah. can go off you. 
Absolutely, she's thinking of you, Miss Thing, puss. Which was, she said she was like, puss, I says puss. And I absolutely would be. As, a, as you know, if I was to teach someone, I would be very grateful if one of the people I was teaching got it because then they provide the, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, if you forget, you can always go off someone else. And so there are definitely, Isis was there. Isis was great. Verse was great. Mm. Awesome. I yeah. mean, reflective source of verse in keeping with her nature, I think. Mm. Um, and yet again, I, I completely agree with you. Very, very slick. And do you know what? She's just always, as a drag package, incredibly polished. So she was wearing, you know, a bodysuit, but great bodysuit. The sequins, the lips pattern just look beautiful. And again, that whiff. There's that 40-inch human hair. That, she, that queef has seen some use this season, yeah, but it's a great I'll tell queef. you, that was an investment. Oh, it's an investment She's like, piece. yeah, I'm spending a lot of, a lot, a lot of money and on I'm that And I'm going to wear it. And so she blooming should as well, because she looks gorgeous she in is, it. She is making sure I love she's her mug as well. every single bit of it. Very yeah. transformative, her mug. Like, you know, and this sounds like silly things to say, but she looks like a completely different person in her mug. Just like such great makeup skills. Um, but beautiful, beautiful. Um, and on beautiful, beautiful girls. Beautiful girls. She's more than beautiful. I do want to say there's one thing that I wish I could get a bit more from Isis Avis Lorraine. Go on. And it's a bit more, f- you know, Bibi Zahara face, face, face. Well, do you know what? That brings me on to Gabby, actually, because I think that's Gabby something she Gabby gives face, at. face, face. Gabby She's so gives expressive. You. Gabby gives you face. Yeah. She gives you that. And I think that's her power. Mm. Really her is. power and her performance is the face and the expression that she gives. And I just, I think that the other girls could take some from her. She'll be fine. Completely. My favorite verse mm-hmm. was um, Gabby's. It- I think she she found the sweet spot. And um, for, for me, it was my favorite. The, da, 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 da. the only thing is that she said a line that I was a bit like, I was getting into the groove, you know? Mm. And then she said a line... Sometimes wish I would be dead, and then I was like, "That's a bit deep. <laughs> That's a bit." I get what you mean. A, no, no, I'm not finished, Tom. Please, oh, okay. please, I'm not finished. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank Keep you. My I'm thoughts. Not, I am myself. not at the end of my talk. Thank you. <laughs> you All will right? talk when I am done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. Raven. Thank you. She um. She said. Sometimes I wish that I was dead, mm. and I was just like, oh. Well, that's a bit deep, but then I'm like, well, um, the beat, what well, the beat's nice and upbeat, and she's performing all pop like and upbeat, and then bam, death, you know. And I was like, okay, this is this is where we've ended up, but then it's uncomfortable, but it's real. Uh, my favorite pop songs are the ones that have heavy lyrics but a light melody, like all your exactly as this song says, all your crying should be done at the discotheque. Um, do it like pop stars like kind of uh, Marina and the Diamonds for example like juxtaposing like amazing like light pop melodies with really heavy lyrics I love it and this is a great example of that and it was very true to her story and it's her way of telling her story as well and I, I loved it yeah well mm. I thought it just hit me out of nowhere and I didn't know how to feel about that line because there's so many other ways to say death you know sometimes i wish i wasn't here could have implied death but i think she's a smart girl and uh, that's kind of what she wanted the impact that she wanted 
worked. 100%. Because, let, let's face it, she hit you around the face with it, didn't she? And it had impact. Oh, God. It was like, where did that come from? Exactly. And, like, that's good lyric writing, if you ask me. Okay. All right. It says me, the lyricist. Yeah. <laughs> um, everyone, welcome to the stage. Um, lyricist and songwriter Thomas Williams. <laughs> Um, mm. But no, really, really what? fab. And do you know what? Like, it's so easy to forget with Gabby because she's more of a comedic queen. Like, I think she that's is slick why, when it comes to dancing. That's and why choreo. it was so impactful. Mm. I'm like, whoa, where did this come from? Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it was just like, I do want to say that I loved. I think vocally as well, she had the best. Um, Mm. verse because she ended up on the, I'm here to stay and she mm. went like that, mm. that lovely like kind of bouncy thing and I was yeah. just like yeah she had my favorite verse by far yeah she stood out in terms of um her the colors that she was wearing yeah she it was very much it was very much like um do you remember the um frock destroyers mm-hmm. when um vivian went out and like blonde and everyone else was out and something yes. else and then yeah. blue hydrangea was like if i saw her pull that out i'd be like ah, ah no 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 <laughs> exactly you know i was like oh yes i get it i get it yeah 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 it was it was like a fun kind of 80s yeah. workout yeah kind of so affair Good, good performance here. My favorite verse goes to my. The best performer was Isis. The best verse was Labucci. I'm in agreement with that, actually, which makes me feel like they're kind of like the top two of the week, and mm. we'll see what happens next. Thomas. Oh, runway, runway. We've just seen the final runways, Eleganza, Extravaganza for our final three queens. Tom, Mm -hmm. I want you to tell me your thoughts on Floor. So Floor walks out in this lovely sort of silk satin gown. Um, But I think the most noteworthy bit is the the gorgeous feathered headpiece. Um, And she says it represents the national bird of Guatemala, the El Quetzal. Um, obviously, Tom. Obviously, obviously. Like, you know, Don't need a dictionary or internet that for that one. A bit of a thicky. Um, so no, but it, to me, it kind of evokes uh, like Philip Treacy, Alexander McQueen, kind of feathered headpieces, mm. feathers, detox, detox with the feathers. Reminds me of that um, amazing McQueen runway from two thousand and six. All the Treacy headpieces, but also. Um, that dress, that McQueen dress that FKA Twigs wore in that performance that time, the gorgeous like rainbow macaw. Okay, now you're just dress. talking the obvious. Now just speaking know, the obvious. I know, I know. Tom, talking about floor, dress is that itself, all your jaw is or is it halfway? I, I think she looks really, really beautiful. This is the most um, elevated yet somewhat conventional that Flora's looked all season. But I think she still kind of encapsulates her essence as a queen. I think she looks fantastic. Work, work. Mm. Can I, before we move on to the next queen, I want to say that this is probably one of my favorite looks that I've ever seen her wear. Floor. Probably, um, no, um, Gabriella Labucci. Okay, okay, moving yeah, on yeah. to Gabriella. There's probably not only the best I've ever seen her on the runway, but probably one of my most favorite looks of her this whole season. Oh. The green with the lapoof shoulders. And I just think that this is such a transformation, especially given her entrance look, which was, you know, vomit but on fabric. <laughs> she said that was a deliberate um, attempt to surprise her. She didn't absolutely she? pulled a willow pill. She did. She, she absolutely did. pulled a um, willow pill. But she walks out in this lovely um, sequin gown. Se- 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 sequence. Sequences. More sequ- than one sequin. More d- 
sequence okay. um, with the kind of uh, there's this emerald color scheme with the silk embellishments like the poof sleeves and the silk overskirt. And she looks really, really beautiful. I love the way she's coordinated it with the green hair. She looks like the winner of the Miss Emerald City pageant. Yeah. The um, final boss on The Wizard really of Oz. Is. Yes. Um, a video game. Oh, you want to look behind the curtain? The, okay, the because that's where Labucci is with her outfit. Yeah. There's something of the um, old school glamour about this, which again is, is, is kind of different to what she served most of the... Um, episode, but you know, she promised Rue earlier. You want to see conventional glamour? You're going to get it, and she really, really delivered. I think she looks gorgeous. Absolutely. Mm. Which leaves us to Isis Avis Lorraine and I... this very notable. I mean, I felt like they've just transformed the whole stage in the mm. background to suit the the color scheme that she's wearing. She looks really. I think really it's beautiful. very grand. What yes. do you think? She kind of coordinates with the background, doesn't she? Mm. Um, oh, she she emailed ahead of time. She did. She, she said, said, "Hi, I'm going to be um, to the finale. Can you please tell me what you plan on doing with the the backdrop?" I'm going to need a kind of purple wash of the yeah. lighting. Um, this is what I'm wearing. And, and make if not, it work. If not, I'm leaving. Yeah. Um. So good luck with that. Um. No, she looks really beautiful. I'm thinking of a couple of different references here. I mean, she's certainly looking very gorgeous, and that's what we're coming to expect from Isis Savers Loran. Um. The she made this too. Did she make this? Yeah, she I mean, said, she, she makes said it as she walked down. Was, she's so talented. So damn talented. A couple of things I'm thinking of. There's a Mugler runway, and I can't place the uh, tech shot, by the way. Mugler. First time I've mentioned him all episode. Who? <laughs> Mugler. Who? M- Mugler? You may not have heard of him. No. Especially if you listen to this podcast. Um, there's, I cannot place the year now, but there's a Mugler runway where there are lots of kind of bodices and, and flying skirts and, and gloves mm. and that sort of thing and, and it really reminds me of that with a somewhat kind of classic nice. beauty juxtaposed like a futurism um but also i'm thinking of um lena berisher who's a more lena contemporary Berisha, designer who's seen reference a couple of times in the show actually but often Obviously. does these like bodicey pieces with like a, a separate mm. overskirt um yeah. favorite of cardi b yeah, Cuddy B. You may have heard of her. Yeah, Cuddy, yeah, with the Mugler. And also, I think it was Yves Saint Laurent. Um, <laughs> I was there that- showed Strolly in Military Jackets. <laughs> I, I think we need a jacket here. We're going off script. <laughs> going off script. <laughs> yeah. But all three girls look really, really beautiful. And to be honest, I think, like, peak gorgeousness, there's nothing between them on this runway. I think this is a very, like, even beautiful runway. Yeah. Um, I have a favorite. My favorite outfit on the stage is to my to my eyes, Tom, yeah. which I which I own um, a pair of. They're both of yours. Yeah, it is Gabriella Labucci. She just takes my breath mm. away, and it's not. It's quite unfair on Isis Evers Lorraine because obviously she's been serving glamour every single day of this episode, every single season. I'm oh, sorry, every single episode. But Gabriella Labucci has just almost it's very much like Tara Sanchez. Like, how did you know how did you when they asked her when Yeah every that, week, mint green number? They're like, why didn't you wear it early? And she said, It will call when the time comes, it will call me to wear it. And I know, just can't believe that Gabriella Labucci could have gone home episode one. No, After, she wasn't going home episode could, one. But could, could you could you imagine had she walked in and that 
you know, that, that Moschino-inspired dress that you say. <laughs> and then she had this in her backdrop. And then people would just think, if she had gone home in that first week, people would just be like, oh, yeah, she's the girl with that entrance look. Not knowing every single other outfit that she had. What I will say, yeah, is in, in contrast to, to King Tyra, is that um, the runway prompts are so specific now that she couldn't have worn this for any other whereas tyra in season two the moment prompts are literally week to week like beauty uh, uh glamour um uh, <laughs> fierce, fierce <laughs> um slay Glam- yeah. glamour <laughs> and then glamour <laughs> um glamour squared yeah. mama glamorous <laughs> glamorous this week okay so tom for- from everything, and I have to ask you, not just in the final exam, but oh, I want you to okay. think of, I want you to give me two answers. Coursework as who's, well. Who's the winner of this episode, but then also, who was the winner of the season? So, I gotta say, the queen who um, I think impressed me the most this episode was Gabriella Labucci. I, I second think. you. Absolutely. I, I think between you. She's won the exam. Yeah. The quality of her verse, her delivery, everything, and her final runway is really, really gorgeous. Um, I think the Queen, who has also done fantastically this episode, but has the better track record, is very clearly for me, Isis Avis Loran. Floor is our girl who has had this fantastic rising trajectory all season. Uh, doesn't quite have the track record of the other girls. And she looks absolutely stunning on this runway, um, but wasn't quite up to the same standard as the other girls in the finale performance. I agree. The winner of the exam is Gabriella Labucci. Mm-hmm. The winner of the season is our lovely Isis Avis. Loren, mm-hmm. let's see where it goes from here. In true finale fashion, yeah. we are going to be listening to the final lip sync and... Slash reacting, but also giving our thoughts on it. And um, we've had to say goodbye to uh, one of our little faves, Lady Floor. Yeah, Floor. I mean, we saw this coming a little. I guess given, you know, if you take a step back and view things objectively and like divorce yourself from your favoritism. (laughs) Yes, yes. But it was still pretty sad, wasn't it? Absolutely. Wonder backstage. Um, the finale is oh oh we have a little a little um, improv we, slash cameo from uh, Mama Mama Tom. We have a guest star here today, <laughs> lingering in the background. Lingering in the background. Do you want to say have, hi? We have Big Mama. Oh, suddenly she's shy. Oh, there she is. There she is in the background, wrapped in a little blanket. Yeah. A- anything we can get you? Yeah. Would you like a coffee, Ma? Oh, there oh, we go. Oh, she's oh, coming in pa- with the oh. puns. <laughs> Mama's coming in with the puns, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you for your contribution. We Thank love you so much. We Thank love you. for you. We yeah, love for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's hear it. The finale is between <laughs> the finale performance is going to be between Labucci and Ivis Avis Lor- Isis, Isis Avis Lorraine. Right, put some respect on her name. And it's to Walking on Broken Glass by Annie Lennox, a real fave of mine. Uh, really emotional song, very ballady. Yeah. Very performance oriented song, I would say. And we've started. Walking on, walking on broken glass. Okay. Here they go. 
the gloves are off literally with Isis. We're the sweetest day, yeah. Tom, 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 we're not going to be doing this. Don't I sing. I love this song. So I'm seeing Gabby being an actress, which is what she's really good at. But I see Isis Avis Lorraine giving lots of emotion. Exactly what we said before. Yeah. Labooch is giving face. But I think there's, I think Isis mm. is giving it now. This is the first time we've had to see her lip sync. So it's good that we get to see this now. Ooh. She's giving us the little swirl. If you try to cut me down. Tom, 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 Tom. But this is not karaoke, this mama. This is what people want to hear. Um, <laughs> this is neck and neck, if you ask me. They're both, like, giving in the performance. I would say Gabby is leaning a little more comedic, whereas Isis, Avis Loren, true to form, is being more kind of uh, earnest and sincere. There's both. Both of them are doing good use of... Uh, sorry, making good use of the stage. Mm. I do want to say, like we said before, there's something about Labucci that knows how to use her face to yeah. give expression. Oh, 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 but then... But hello, Isis. I'm enjoying this little... Um, hello, Isis. Trotting on broken glass moment. Yes, swirl. Oh, she's, Tom, Tom. She's twirling and swirling she's in New twirling. York, Mama. That's all I need to hear. <laughs> Can on glass, baby. And they're both doing a great job here. Uh, uh, the um, Gabby fits the video a bit better because the, the updo gives her a bit more of a Marie Antoinette look. Um, I'm 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 saying Isis Le- Avis Lorraine has it because she. Because she connected she's with one. the earnestness and the sincerity of the song. Great. To me. For me. I do want to say that um, it was a great presentation really beautiful. of both of them in the finale. Oh. Oh. We didn't mention Spanky popped up earlier, by the way. The wonderful Spanky oh. Jackson. But here she is. Oh, beautiful. Really, really beautiful presentation there from Spanky. It pays to advertise. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what has this past year been like for you? Oh, I've had a fabulous time. Honestly, I can't thank you enough. Season one winner. No, season two winner. No, I'm not done, Tom. <laughs> season one winner, Keita <laughs> Mean. Season two winner, Spanky Jackson. Who's going to be season three? My money's on the lovely Isis Avis, Loren. Although Gabby put up a great fight in that lip sync. Well, she's been putting up a good fight every single episode, and there's one thing that you can't take away from her. She is someone who keeps fighting, and that's one thing that you have to admire her for. Mm. And it's just Isis's win, because her first time ever lip-syncing, or it's not even the bottom, it's for the crown. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of wins. She's been very consistent. She's been um, Del Rio debt. Who will go. it be? Who will it be? Drag superstar is... <gasps> Isis Avis Way! Congratulations. Isis Avis Loran put some respect on her name. Oh, she already had the respect, Miss She Thing. is the latest queen of Drag Race Down Under. But fantastic job Gabriella Labucci Absolutely. amazing runner up this Everyone, season I mean uh, the writing was on the wall but it's nice to see that it's happened yeah congratulations Isis Avis Loren thank yeah. you everyone to 
sorry, thank you for to the to the cast of season three. What a great what a great season it was. Fantastic cast. Um, I can't wait for you to do your tours. Please come to the UK. It's been a great time, everyone. Well, I guess we'll hail Isis Avis Loren, and you you can't <laughs> you have to say the full name. It's not Isis. No, never abbreviate. No, it. it's Isis Avis Loren. Disrespect. But um, everyone, please keep tuned. Stay tuned because we do have UK season was what is it season five? 12? We've had the cast reveal. Very very intriguing. We may be having a little break, a one week break, but then we're back on covering UK. I, I don't think the actual date's been announced yet. It might actually be. It's either late September, early October. Oh no, more than one week. Well, we'll see, guys. Don't don't get withdrawals, please. Please, we're still here. We'll be back very soon. Here. Thank you, everyone who's been following. <laughs> um, stay tuned. We'll be back with UK the next season, which will be very soon. This is Paolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys very soon. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.